Oh, welcome to a very early daily double talk. This is very daily. So daily, I don't even know if people are watching right now. But I'm here. I'm awake, barely. Corey Coleman, how you doing? Over here, who's just a tad little bit more bright-eyed than I am right now, Christian Torres. All the coffee in the world. That's that's how I'm a little bit more bright-eyed than you. How are you, Mr. Coleman? I missed you on Monday. I missed you on Monday, too. I have to start trying to schedule these uh, interviews that I do on other days because that's disrespectful to you, sir. I had an interview on Monday with a guy named Hunter Hancock. guy does a animation YouTube channel. Very, you've seen his weird stuff. Um, it's called... Uh, 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 what is it called? Me? I keep want to say meat grinder. God, now I mean disrespect for that guy too. Anyway, I was doing an interview with that guy on Monday and couldn't do the show here. And I got to go out of town today. And being that I disrespected you on Monday, didn't want to disrespect you on Friday, sir. So we decided to do an early show today. And I want to thank you for agreeing to do this, man. No, of course. I mean, any chance to hang out with you and the Toasties, even if it's early in the morning, I'm excited. Yeah, look, and we got some people... We're kind of surprised about this. I'm looking at, the, <laughs> I'm looking at the uh, chat. You know what? I'm here. I might as well introduce them. Please uh, welcome everybody. I thought I would have caught you off guard, but got a lot of early rises around here. Serving that toast for breakfast. We have over here the chat fam, starring of course the OG chat and getting up bright and early today. It's fucking insane how early these people are in the side bitch chat. How y'all doing? Somebody said they were puzzled. They said, early show? Yes, it is. Oh, oh, and look at that. Even though it's bright and early, it's never too early for you guys to show support. I appreciate that. You know, maybe it's me. Maybe I just wake up too late. Maybe I should be doing these shows earlier. Uh, Austinick is here. Lakeside. Let me see. HD Warrior. Quantifiable dork. In case you didn't think dorkiness couldn't be measured, it mm -hmm. is quantifiable. There are measurements for dorkness, and, and that person is the, uh, the, the harbinger for all of those measurements. He's the quantifiable one. And <laughs> are you sure you're awake, man? I see you're, little, you're little, just a little mellow. I like this, though. I just uh. need more coffee. Yeah, like what you guys don't know is I have six cups of coffee before we ever do our normal shows. So this is going to take a minute, I promise. Sweet Rose, thank you. I wish that I could actually do uh, coffee. That's the thing, man. I can't drink coffee. I drink uh, – it, it's a very destructive habit for me in all parts. Like if I drink coffee, I can't, I can't sleep. Uh, no matter – that will get fucking insane. Oh, my God. We might as well cut this thing off. Uh, what is this? One, one Punch Mac. One Punch Mac. Thank you, man. One Punch Mac coming in with the five – Gifted subs. That's just fucking insane. Thank you. And we have a bunch of other people in here. And even though it's early, y'all trying to get that train going. Look at you. Maybe there is something to do. In, uh... All right. All right. I'll tell you, that'll wake your ass up right here. All right. You got to go. I mean, we could always do like produce an actual morning show, you know, like that would be a lot of fun. But, you know, it depends on what the Toasties are wanting. If people want us to get up earlier and do this, I'll do it. If we can prepare something the night before, like we usually do these shows around like, uh, I don't know, like what, what, one thirty, two thirty, three o'clock my time CST. Um, but if people want to, 
if people want to uh, want us to do these shows early, it looks like you guys are responding to it pretty well. Then I don't mind doing shows early. In fact, uh, I'll get up and drink as much coffee as I need to to get high. Man, I don't wake your ass up right here. Hey. Yeah. Who needs caffeine? When that train is coming through, just pour me a nice cup of that sugar sugar and that choo-choo. Oh, that'll get your ass up too. A Burger King crown and some fluorescent green shades, man. Look at that man right there. You know what? I'm not tired. No more. I got a lot of energy for y'all today. Thanks to this man over here and you guys. People. Welcome to the show, the Daily Double Talk. Double Toast is conversational show. We talk about anything from entertainment and politics. But today's going to be entertainment for you. Check out this scroll right here. Being as an early show today, we got we got the women of superheroes and superhero movies out there. And we're gonna, yeah, excuse me, man, but I don't need some coffee. I'm talking too fast. And we're going to be talking about the news around their films. Wonder Woman might be coming to HBO Max. And Amber Heard said, I ain't going nowhere. Y'all thought, you know what? I whoop Johnny Depp's ass. I'll whoop your ass too. Try out there writing the petitions on me. People, those are the two things we have. Now, if something else comes up, we'd love for you to let us know. We'll stay here as long as we need to with you, as long as stuff keeps coming up. But thank y'all for getting hyped today. Oh, let me, you know what? Let me see how the chat is. Oh, look at that. You got, oh, sexy gnomes. The count's still going strong. Fuck Trump. Eggs and bacon for breakfast. There we go. That's all I need. And a very crazy (laughs) cup of coffee right there. Oh, and some cartoon ass. Look at that. Y'all are ready. Y'all are ready today. Woke me up. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. Hey, once again, if you couldn't hear over all that heightness that we were serving up right there, uh, today we got two stories concerning superheroes, women superheroes in particular, and the things that are going on with their movies. While Wonder Woman might be going to HBO Max, might be leaving the theaters for HBO Max, Amber Heard says... I'm going to the theaters. Fuck your petition. Uh, You know, she is in Aquaman, and a lot of people said, well, you know, things got so crazy between her and Mr. Depp. They said, both y'all got to go. Leave the studio now. Actually, that is not true. Looks like she'll still be in Aquaman, too. So we'll talk about that and uh, the controversies and stories and discussions that surround that. And, you know, uh, that should be enough for today. I got to go out of town today. I got to drive four hours out to a literal cabin in the woods, man. I'm going to a cabin in the woods on Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah, it's not the wisest idea. And not for nothing. I don't want to have to be the one to tell you this, but you're a black dude in Texas, Friday the 13th. I mean, your chances yep. for survival in a log cabin aren't particularly high. No, no, they are not. I'm a black man going into my volunteering to die in my own horror movie. So, people, this might be the last Daily Double Talk, uh, depending on what happens in this cabin in the woods. Maybe I can talk myself out of it before I go. Uh, but, you know, this is, uh, this is the thing, man. Things are so progressive today 
racism is something that's such a hot topic. I even think the killers would be like, nah, you know what? I'm going to let your ass live. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. The serial killer has got to think about the optics, right? Yeah. You kill like five, six white people. It's no big deal. If five or six of those people are black, then there's a the real problem. You're going to get fucking, you know, letters and campaigns against you if you're that serious. Yeah. Killer. Killers actually don't even want to kill black people now. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. You live, man. I don't need this kind of controversy. I need this pressure. Now, your white ass wife, <laughs> she got to go, man. <laughs> She's on the chopping block. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I hope y'all weren't getting along too well because uh, I got to take her out. I, I can, you know, I, I, my wife and I are going to uh, this cabin in uh, I don't know where it is, four hours away. A friend of ours has it. We've been promising her that we'd go there for so long, and she schedules people to go when she goes sometimes, and she's worried about COVID and all that. So it's our turn to go. We turned it down twice, so now. We, I want to turn it down again. Didn't really want to go because, for one thing, it is the cabin in the woods on Friday the 13th. That is kind of spooky. But also, the PS5 came out, and I was hoping to spend some time with that this weekend because I had to drive to go get mine. Uh, my son, Julian, uh, ordered mine, and I had to go drive down there to uh, get him. By the way, a lot of people think that Julian is my real son. I say that so much. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. I mean, at some point it just becomes the truth. Why not? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess there's no difference. If you love your son, you love your son. He's my adopted son. I, I did not, uh, I start to say I did not give birth to him. Obviously not. But he's no, that's not. more special because you chose Julian. You know, it's not like, oh, I fucked up. I'm stuck with this motherfucker. It's like, <laughs> no, <you're laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It's not. It, you know, I'm not forced to, to 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 say I love this kid because uh, the condom broke or something like that. You know, I know I uh, I chose him. And uh, and I and, and I. Uh, you know, that's the kind of disrespect you get. You know, he we were supposed to have two uh, PS5s come in. And I chose Julian as my son, man. I, I chose to love him. I chose to raise him as my own. Uh, these two PS5s come in. Oh, at least, no, one came in. One is on the way. And what does he do? He takes the one that comes in. Doesn't sacrifice for his dad. Doesn't want to give to his poor old father over here. Doesn't want to take care of the old man. So now my PS5 is coming in late because... Well, <laughs> FedEx don't give a shit. Uh, FedEx will just say that we're delivering something today until it gets too late. And they're like, ah, we're tired. You know, we'll bring it tomorrow. So I got to drive. Well, you down. know, yeah, at least you have recourse. You can always write Julian out of the will now. I, I think I am. I got to drive down to Fort Worth on Monday to get my PS5. So for all the people who are asking, uh, even if I did get my PS5 today, I would not. Uh, I would not be uh, able to play it. You know. Going to a cabin in the woods with two females sounds like a really hot thing. Uh, it's not when you're married. One of those women, one of those women, you, you can't touch. And the other thing, you can't bring your PS5 even if you have it because they don't like video games. You know, they want to do all kinds. They want to do nature shit. You know, they want to go look at trees and stuff. So, yeah, that's the thing. I well, I was going to tell you to really enjoy. It. I mean, because is it out in the middle of the woods, like for real, or is it close to civilization? It's okay. It's not like out in the middle, middle, middle of nowhere. You know, there's about five miles down the road. There's a 7-Eleven. So, you know, well, it's not too bad. Yeah, I was just saying, enjoy it, man. Like really, really get into the quiet. It's so different. We both live in cities and I, I've been to your house. You can hear the highway right behind your 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 uh, was that the fence, your big gate or whatever. You have like kingdoms. You have like heaven's gate at your fucking you have a compound, Corey. It's crazy. But what I'm saying is enjoy the silence, you know, get lost in it yeah, and uh, take a minute to actually recover, you know? Yeah, no, uh, uh, I have a Trump wall in my backyard. <laughs> Damn near, like that yeah. shit is like twelve feet. You got to scale it. Yeah, yeah. There's a. Th let's just say this. Um, there's a chance 
It's like the end of those horror movies when we're out in the middle of nowhere and like I'm the last person alive. And so if I if I keep running, I might be able to like run into the store and go to the guy behind the counter like call for help. You know, he'll die while I still live and, I, you know, I'll find a car to drive off in or something. I'll be perfectly fine, man. So it'll be all right. Me, on the other hand, like I said, she's probably going to have her head on a stick or something, but I'll be OK, man. Uh, good to have you guys here. Let me see. Let me see. Once again. Somebody says it sounds like I'm going to the, the sequel to Knock Knock. <laughs> Except I'm the one that's knocking on the two girls' door. Uh, let's see. What we got here today? Uh, people, welcome. Welcome. Uh, Charisma, Austin Nick, Ryu, Cartoon Muppet, T-Mac, Jackpot, Dadon, Angry Asian. Man, I, t- I got to tell you, there are a lot more people here than I thought that there would be. And I want to thank you guys. Uh, because you guys, let me just stop and tell you guys something before we start the show real quick. So I have to go and renegotiate our contract with Twitch and Twitch has been very nice to us. And I have to say that everything's been going well because you guys have impressed them. You guys have actually been such a great community. You've supported us well enough. You've actually helped me on this platform right here. So looks like we're going to be around on Twitch just a little bit longer. Uh, Got some more, as I said, got some more shows coming up. And being that I'm on Twitch means that you are going to get a lot of shows because I have a quota. This is a job, people. (laughs) I have a quota of hours to meet with Twitch as far as streaming goes. That's why this thing with you and I helps, Christian. Exactly. I'm glad to help. Yeah, yeah, no, and I'm glad that like Twitch has been bolstered by a great community. We we already knew they were a great community, so it's just great that Twitch knows for sure as well. Yeah, no, they really do recognize that, man. They say, you know, we they they kind of like to look at us as an example of, you know, what are y'all doing right, man? How come they don't call you the N word and you know and and put pictures of dicks up in the chat more often? And I'm like, hey, they just <laughs> you know they they they're good peoples, you know. I I, I raised them kids right. Yeah, you know, just all you got to do is show, show them a little love. It, this is parenting people to do. Having a community would be like raising kids or raising a kid. It's, it's, it's parenting. It's like fatherhood. I told them, I said, you know what I do? I go in. I love them all. I encourage them to be the best that they can be. I encourage them to support each other. Uh, sometimes they get out of line. I got to whoop that ass. But overall, you know, it's. it's Stern love and nice parenting and caring, and that's what—that's the secret to a great community, right there. Love and fear—that's all it is. Yes, yes. Throw a little bit of assholishness in there. Yes, man, it's good. Oh, let's see now, folks. Before we really get into the things that we need to talk about today, oh, let me see where we are, man. Let's see where we are. Uh, I gotta tell you guys, you. Support it. Yeah, hey, look, anytime I got to cut that sub alert off, anytime Keanu Reeves is getting on my nerves or whoever's going crazy on the sub alert, sounds like I'm getting mad at you. Sounds like you're getting on my nerves. Actually, it's a good thing. That means that you're supporting a lot. You're supporting so much that you spoil us. I got to ask for more. I, can, I can't get enough of it. And here's the good news. You don't even have to pay anything for that support. If you have an Amazon Prime account, get yourself a free subscription right here on Twitch. When it comes time to renew, it's still free. If you want to give a sub to a toasty out there who do not have the toasty goodness all over their body, chances are it's probably free for you to do that. So please, please keep supporting us over here and keep us going. And also, you know, we've created a new revenue stream for ourselves over here on 
Patreon. Patreon is something that we created so that we could actually have a little bit more control over the money that comes in to support what we do here, this business we got. And you can come in and join us on the warm and toasty level. You can get hot and buttered or get golden brown over here. Get down with the golden brown. And for that, we would give you access to viewing parties, archives, extra streams, bonus streams, discounts, merch, and mainly the reason why we started this is because in addition to all the stuff that we do here that we're trying to support, want to get back into doing animation, which is something that we have started and for the right level, we'll even put some of you people in there. And I did a special stream for you guys because I do special streams to show you the progress that we're doing. Did uh, Christian, this was fun. I might do this more often. Did a special stream for the patrons out there where I was doing the layouts for the animation, and these guys, they're so cool, man. They're so nice. My children out here, they helped daddy with the animation. They actually helped me out with jokes. They helped me out with visuals, and we had a good time sitting around <clears throat> drawing with each other. So that is something that was very cool, very special. You guys helped out with that. That's part of the Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash double toasted and... Help us out over there. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash double toasted. And you can see that's being put up in the chat right now. Mr. Nightbot brought that in. So thank you guys very much. And it was a lot of fun. If you are a patron at the $5 level, go over and watch that that stream. It was it really was a lot of fun sitting down drawing with you guys. I think, again, I might try to do that more often. Um, one more announcement, and then we'll be on our way. So I've been telling you guys about the trivia show that we have coming up with uh, Mr. Corey Bott and Mr. Juicy Herman. That has been delayed, not, not because of anything bad. I know we were talking about starting very soon, but because of these, this, this contract stuff that I got to do at Twitch, uh, which they found out that this is something that I had to do. I had to go and renew my contract with them. Uh, that, they didn't want to move forward on that until they made sure that I was signing the right stuff. So I got to sign contracts after the contracts are done. Then that is when we'll start the trivia show. And we're going to start that probably sooner than I think. Uh, as soon as all this stuff is signed. But all you people who wanted to be contestants on that show, who sent me your emails, I still have you in mind. So I'll be reaching out to some people about that, trying to schedule times with you. And that is still going. I just had to stop for a second because, you know, business. And I believe that's all I have for you guys today. Anything that you got for us, Mr. Torres? I'm boring. I'm not cool like you. I can't wait to see all the animated stuff. And I think that it's amazing that uh, the community was all helping out and punching up jokes and stuff like that. So I just can't wait to see all that. I think the Patreon is going to be like this really big revolution for a lot of the content that we get to make. I hope so, man. I hope so. You know, uh, animation is time consuming, so please give us a little time to get it done. This is our first one, which means we have to set up assets that we can use over and over again. We have to create new assets, uh, have to get the animator up to speed, but but it's coming. We're working on it, and you guys are a big help with that. Also, you know how things are here. Uh, we'll be taking commercial breaks sometime in the middle of the show. They'll just pop up. Just bear with them. If you're a subscriber, you don't have to deal with those commercial breaks. You know that. And what's the other thing that I got to show you guys? There's one more thing. Oh, yes. If, if, if we have time at the end of the show, and believe me, I hope we do. I want to delay, 
I want to delay my journey to the cabin in the woods on Friday the 13th as long as I can. So at the end of the show, we might extend the length of this program with emails from you. So you know what to do. You can't send an email if you don't know where it goes. So pull your keyboard out and I got you. Hey, send it to kcoolmans at gmail.com. That's K-C-O-O-L-M-A-N-Z at gmail.com. You email us with any kind of questions, comments, compliments, insults, input, and our advice. Hit us up on the social medias. And let me get the scroll out the way so you can see the details of them social medias. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. There's all the details that you need. Copy them down. Love them. Taste them. Sniff them. Use them. And if I'm too busy taking all of your wonderful emails, Mr. Christian Torres... Uh, you can find me over on Instagram, Christian.Monster, Facebook, Christian Leon Torres. I know some of you, but I want to know all of you. So please come find me. He wants to know all of you, and I'd like to get to know all of you. Some of you for the first time, I want to know all of you again. It's been a while, but let's do it when it's safe and we're not killing each other. You know, we're not giving each other the COVID, the corona out there, because Big Ron is still in those streets. Heard we're about to drag our ass off of him. We got a vaccine on the way, at least... Uh, that's what I hear, but it's not going to be available for a while. So let's stay safe. Let's just give it a little bit more time. We'll be together again soon. I promise you. Kcoolmans at gmail.com. Let us know what your plans are for Austin when you do get a chance to get here, whether you're moving here or just passing through. We'd love to safely once again hang out with you. Yes, folks, just be a little patient. My wife's the my wife's people, the Turks. They invented a vaccine. I heard. That's what Ooh. she told me. Yeah, it was a there was a Turkish couple that in, that came up with a vaccine and uh, sold it to Pfizer. So I've been telling everybody that my wife thinks like, you know, that she's gonna be like she's gonna get the hookup and get it first. I told her it didn't work like that. She's oh they're celebrating. Uh, let's see here. All right. Uh, making sure that everything is good. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm as good as I can be. I mean, I went out to the desert uh, Monday. I went back out there. My my friend's visiting me from uh, Brooklyn and and uh, has never seen the desert, so I took mm-hmm. her took her out there, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, now I'm back here doing the other fun thing that I get to do while you're about to gallivant into the deadly woods on Friday the 13th. Yeah, man. And what what's going on with you in this desert, man? You love hanging out in that dirt. This is your second have time you, in yeah, like a have month. Have you been to the desert before? It's amazing. I mean, you're from Waco. Never mind. What am I talking yeah. about? You're from the desert. Well, I want to go to the desert, man. Every time I see people in the desert, they're all strung out, shambling, looking for water, t- clothes all torn up. <laughs> Why the hell I want to well, be desert, out in the desert? It's a dry place. It makes sense to me. No, I mean, I, I go out to this place that's near Palm Springs. It's called Desert Hot Springs. It's right next to Joshua Tree. Uh, and I don't know. It's like the place has 4,000 movies and has a grand piano. And I don't know, it's just oh, a cool okay. place. So I try to go back as often as I can. Okay. All right. See, I just, that's my ignorance speaking, man. When you go out in the desert, I think you're just driving out there in a Jeep and sitting in the middle of a tent, you know, with nothing around, hanging out with lizards and shit. No, you know, I. It's like hanging out with lizards and shit. What the hell? No, no, no. It's like that house at the end of uh, Palm Springs. You saw that movie. It's oh, okay. Like All right. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, there's Burning Man. So, yeah. 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 Have you ever done Burning Man before? No, but that's close by now. I might show because I think it's only four hours or something. Isn't that in Arizona? Isn't that where it is? I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, where I stayed is right next to Coachella. So it's like that's the big music festival there. I was going to go this year and then they canceled everything. But we'll see. Yeah, that is true, man. I have I guess technically I have been on the desert. I've been I've been to Coachella one time. 
and uh, that was pretty cool. Now, I, I, but did you do you live? Did you live in the green one green part of Waco? Based on that fucking TV show, it is Death Valley. It, there's nothing going on in Waco. Man, what the hell are you watching? Where they showing you all this dirt in Waco? No, there is no 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 dirt, no. There ain't nothing but trees in Waco, man. What the oh, fuck are you? Well, watching? What about where the Branch Davidians were? That wasn't uh, that wasn't all deserty. No. No, that shit was five miles. You know, see, this, see, see, this, this is the shit that's got to stop. You know, wor- yeah. worse L- than liberal Hollywood. Yes, yeah, spouting those lies. I agree. Worse than racism is Texanism, <laughs> man. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of people asking me like if we're out in the desert. I'm tired of people asking me if I rode a horse to school. I'm tired of people saying, do I have a cactus in my yard? You know, I, no, no. Waco is, is, is Waco is green. It has a lot of trees. It's country as fuck. So, yeah, you know, that's like, of course, it's got a lot of trees out there. See, mm. I thought, you know, I don't even like that show. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say I don't like it. I have nothing against it. I just, you know, it's just one of those shows that did something else to Waco. Made another thing that made Waco have all these assumptions and presumptions to it uh that that chip and kate or whatever their names are those people that rebuild homes okay yeah yeah i know you're talking about yeah they i I thought that like i'm not crazy about that show uh chip and diana Gaines. yeah there's some that that rent the house renovation show I'm not crazy about this show. I don't, you know, I don't really care. In fact, I'm tired of all these tourists coming to to Waco and looking for this, uh, this, this, the, 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 the Magnolia Ranch and all where they just sell overpriced antiques, uh, shit that they probably bought at Target and then brought it and threw it on the ground and tore it up and then said it was old and sold it for like 200 bucks. But I thought at least it would change the 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 image of Waco from being like this country ass you know, saloon town to like being an actual city. And it looked like it did not work. You were just as Texanist as ever, man. Well, I'm telling you that Waco show made it seem like it was in the desert. So, so I drove through Texas on my way to LA. And what I figured out is that all of it's green except West Texas and West Texas is the desert that we all think Texas is. But it, uh, I guess people who aren't from Texas think that's the entirety of Texas, though. Yeah, yeah, no, you know what, you're right. West Texas, if you drive through West Texas, going to like, I don't know, maybe a road trip to L.A. or something, the yeah. longest part to get out of Texas is West Texas. It literally is that part where you drive through, there's desert, as dirt, fucking uh, coyotes chasing the roadrunner. You know, it's all, all that. It's Yeah, all of that is true. Uh, also, a lot of corona over there, but... Nah, not not Waco, man. When once you start getting to Central Texas and God forbid East Texas, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of country ass things going on. Uh, yes, and people said they have a ranch, the Magnolia Ranch. Yeah, people, it's it. So this this couple of Chip and Diana Gain, who I heard are pretty cool people, man. I'm not I'm not trying to talk bad about them, but there's people coming to Waco to go to this thing called the Magnolia Ranch, and from what I've seen of it, they have, maybe there is a ranch, and then they got this silo in the middle of downtown, and people line up around the block to get into this fucking silo, and from what I hear, you get in there, and they, uh, what you have are like scones and, and, and muffins that are like $10, way overpriced, and then they have these antiques, and I swear to God, these antiques are something that they get from a store, like I said, like Target, because they have they actually have a furniture line in Target and they take these objects and I'm sure they dirty that shit up, throw it in the dirt, scrape it up and then try to tell you it's old and it's an antique. And then they sell it to you for like two hundred dollars or something like that. You know, it's shit that it's I hate to put it this way. It's old woman shit, you know, 
I, I I've never understood this whole allure of spending a whole day a standing line to go buy out some to go buy some old shit. But you know, apparently that works for them. Made that couple rich. So anyway. Anyway. Yeah, that's what we got, people. We got two different kind of cults. We got the Branch Davidians and we got the Magnolia Ranch. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I want to burn both of them down. No, no, I'm being mean. I'm being mean. That's not nice. Uh let's see here, folks. We're gonna go ahead and start getting into the show now we have a few things to talk about today courtesy of mr christian horchata torres over here yeah i have not forgotten about horchata man i still call you that every now well, how and could you uh, yes yes hey man thank you for getting this uh early today by the way i appreciate it no, seriously it was fun i mean I, I like doing it the problem is usually the stories don't break until a little bit later in the morning so i was just glad we had something to talk about yeah, well, if something happens in the middle of the show, feel free to bring it up. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm in no rush. I'm not trying to rush this show at all. All right, let's see where we are, and let's, let's move on. As I told you, today we're going to be talking about the women of superhero movies. And let's start out with our girl, Wonder Woman over here. Wonder Woman, look at her, badass, flying all over the place, whipping people's ass with ropes and... Flying jets with hot guys, and yeah, this girl, girl can't lose. Always winning. Unless it's in the fight for theatrical release, which it looks like she's losing. And she's losing that to COVID-19 because it's been rumored for a while, and I don't know if these were just people spreading rumors with no basis in any kind of fact at all are, if this is uh, something that really was happening for a while and people heard about it. But it had been rumored that Wonder Woman, after trying to find a date and pushing his date and, you know, being pushed back more and more, uh, was going to go to HBO Max. You know, HBO Max has a lot of things going on with the DC properties. So even if it was just a rumor and, and had no basis at all in any kind of reality, it seemed to make sense. Uh, I often said that. And Christian, here's something, man. Here's something. I'm not. And look, Donald, I don't want you to get used to this. But I have my opinions about this going to HBO Max, if that is something that is going to happen. I said, you know, uh, I don't know if that would work. You know, we, the vaccine has just been announced. They say that by the time June comes around or the summer of 2021 comes around, things are going to be somewhat normal. We don't know what kind of normal, but things would be back to what they kind of were less stressful definitely than what they are right now we'll finally have a handle on the pandemic and i said well just wait just wait you know you don't have too much uh time to do uh, uh for that we can hold off we got plenty of stuff to keep us busy and then you christian you might have convinced me otherwise i actually looked at your reasoning for going to hbo max for this movie and i said god damn it he might be right. You made a great argument for this going to HBO Max, and uh, far be it for me to put those arguments for you out there. Uh, here's why I sit down and let you uh, plead your case for Wonder Woman going to HBO Max. I like that agreeing with me is an existential crisis for you. You're like, it is. It is. It's yeah. hard. Uh, well, here's here's my big thing. I got two big reasons for it. All right. There's this big event that's coming out, which uh, is getting more and more buzz later in the year. Right. Mm -hmm. We got uh, Ju Justice League coming out. Right. We got the Snyder cut. And I think it's gonna be really interesting to see how we 
kind of um, test the waters for HBO Max, right? Because that's yeah. going to be a big budget sort of tent pole. We know we're bringing all the stars back. And so it may, it stands to reason that you would want to see sort of how you do that. Now, that's not a good enough reason alone, uh, I think, to to put something as high profile as Wonder Woman out on HBO Max. But here's the thing. With everything being pushed back, everything being canceled, product, productions being delayed, uh, take a look at the 2021 movie schedule, specifically the summer movie schedule, and I don't see a place for it. That's the problem. It's that, you know, blockbusters like to have a couple weeks in between so they don't have any direct competition in which they can make the most amount of money. Uh, and that is going to be really hard to do considering all the films that are going to be coming out during the summer season. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these. Let me just, for the people who are... For the people who are listening, let me read off some of the dates right here. Let me read off. I'm going to go through a lot, again, for the people who are listening, just to give you a, an idea. Because while I'm sitting up here saying that Wonder Woman should wait, you know, we don't have that, that many months. It'll pass by just like that. Vaccine will be here and everything can kind of get back to normal. Uh, everybody's thinking the same thing. Everybody's thinking the, 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 that whole thing of just waiting. We'll release it to... Uh, uh, May, June, July. And here's a bunch of movies that are coming out. So in May, you have Black Widow, Dog, Marry Me, Rumble, Godzilla vs. King Kong, Cruella, Fast and Furious, Infinite. Now, some of those are smaller movies, and I'd like to see how those would be handled, but definitely big movies like Fast and Furious 9. We always knew that they would hold off. Godzilla vs. King Kong, Black Widow seems to be holding tight. Then in June, you have The Conjuring, uh, I'm just reading off some of the bigger ones. Ghostbusters, In the Heights, Pixar's Luca, uh, Venom is coming out at that time. And then over here, you can see they've even doubled down for July and August. Uh, and also for the fall, uh, October and November, you know, uh, July, you have Minions, Top Gun. We have another Purge movie coming out. Uh, uh, let me see here. Uncharted is still saying they're going to come out. August, you got tr Hotel Trans... There's a, there's a fourth Hotel Transylvania fucking... I didn't even hear about that. Can't kill that franchise. You cannot. They really are the undead. Candyman is coming out. Uh, Don't Breathe Too. The Fall has Dune. Halloween Kills. Uh, oh my God. Clifford the Big Red Dog. That's just throwing everybody <laughs> off right there. So you can see that there are a lot of movies coming out. And when I saw what you said right there, I said, yeah, maybe it's good if if one movie just puts his hands up and says, you know what? Unlike Trump, I concede. I would not, you know, you guys go ahead and duke it out. I have a place to go to. HBO Max seems like a good idea for this because not only is it about uh, just pulling back because the seasons will be the summer season and in, uh, in, in, in fall will be so crowded in 2021. But also because, like you said, with the Snyder Cut coming out in 2021, you know, having Wonder Woman actually uh, come out ahead of time before this would maybe be something that hypes the Snyder Cut up even more. It goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor. Maybe she can make these motherfuckers a little happier. That <laughs> everything I see about the Snyder Cut, they just are they trying to make people not want to see this movie just all depressing and dark and shit. The movie's already uh, got that that drab color palette 
it's already all gray and dark and they put all that music on there and everything. They need something colorful like Wonder Woman to come in and hype this thing up, man. So that's, you know, that could be a good connection between the two. It could be great marketing. It could be something that actually works out. Now, here's my question for you. So how did Tenet do, man, when it came out? That's another Warner Brothers property, right? Right. And, and, and look, I'll be the first one to say it's not an apples to orange comparison. Right. But I do think it's a necessary comparison because it was a big budget tent pole. It was a Warner Brothers film. I believe it was Warner Brothers. Almost positive as Warner Brothers. Um, and what we see is that's been out 10 weeks domestic. It's made 55 million here, but 350 worldwide, which is nothing to sneeze at. But considering how much that film cost, how much they had to put out in advertising, uh, you know, expenses. And I think, you know, it's similarly budgeted to Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman's obviously mm-hmm. a little bit more expensive. You're looking at that, even even if there's a vaccine on the horizon, the administration of that is not going to be as widespread so fast as I think you would need yeah. to guarantee that. If Warner Brothers is fine taking a bath on it, if they're going to sit there and say, look, we want to just see what, what the theatrical market's doing, we don't really have competition, that's fine. But they have to acknowledge they're not going to make their money back. <laughs> so there's there's this idea that if you put it on HBO Max, what you're doing is you're gifting your, your subscribers, much yeah. like Soul is doing doing or Disney is doing with soul. The idea is that like, yeah, look, we made you pay for this one, but this is a high profile thing. If anything, it drives subscribers. It proves the business for justice league. And it kind of lets you save face in a pandemic, uh, riddled, uh, box office, because I just don't see any amount of that. Even when those movies come out in may, uh, we're going to see how much that, uh, that, that vaccine has been put out mm-hmm. there. But I think the, the industry is going to be crippled for a little bit. And this is one of the best ways. Like, why do you have a streaming service? If you can't yeah. throw high content over there to save face. Here's a good question from the chat. Ready to die wants to know why not do both? Why not put wonder woman? Like they, they, they've done with some other things, put it, on the streaming service, as well as putting it in theaters. Uh, well, that's actually interesting. One of the scenarios that Warner Brothers was thinking about is to put it on HBO Max and still do a theatrical re-release. Now, mm-hmm. the question there is how many people are going to uh, uh, be able to see it? Because the, the weird caveat to this, too, Corey, and, and I, you, you remember when HBO Max launched, me and Martin had the same problem. Not available on Roku to this day. Yeah. Uh, so not too big of a deal. There's a lot of people who have different ways to stream it, but there are a lot of people who have their only smart TVs or Roku affiliated products. And so if you can't really do that, sure, maybe there's a big audience who will still do it theatrically, but it does seem to me like an either or situation. Um, I don't, I don't think if you put it on HBO max, especially with like kind of the piracy issues that would come up from that, Mm -hmm. uh, that you would be able to re-release it later in theaters and make a buck. But if you're talking about day and date, I believe there's some contractual problems with that. Mm. So, you know, as always, you take a look under the hood and there's a million other factors to kind of look at, but um, I'm not really a huge fan of the hybridization. I think you want to yeah. make it an event on one of the places, whether that's theaters or streaming. I mean, what, what, what's your personal preference on it? I'm, a, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm not a big fan of like the dual release either. I kind of feel like they're just trying to have it both ways to please the theaters and keep them quiet and you know make them shut up. Uh, they're trying to keep some sort of normalcy themselves by doing that. You know, they're trying to, you know, keep the the allure of a blockbuster by releasing it in the theaters. You know, that that makes the movie look still gives the appearance that it's bigger than streaming. But, yeah, I think it's at a point now where people don't care. And, you know, we 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 are paying a lot for these streaming services now and they're fighting against each other. And also they're doing things that fit the infrastructure, the infrastructure of what they're doing on there with HBO Max. Like I said before, having uh, Justice League coming up. It, maybe before Wonder Woman 
uh, going to HBO Max would not make much sense or it wouldn't be ideal. But with the Justice League movie coming out, the Snyder Cut, yes, yeah, it, it would seem like this would be a good lead up to that with Wonder Woman. And I, you know, I'm, 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 I for one, uh, I get it, the piracy thing. I mean, listen, let's not fool ourselves. And I hate to even discourage this from going to HBO by saying this. But a lot of times when those things go to streaming, man, they are available to, to pirate. You know, they're the pristine copies of, uh, you know, by the end of the day, you can pirate that shit and have a nice copy as if you right. were paying for the streaming service itself. So I understand what's going on with that. I don't know what they'll do about that later, but it seems like it still works for them. And not everybody knows how to do the pirating thing. Not everybody wants to do the pirating thing. Everybody has enough. Uh, enough people have the services to to actually go in there and do it. So I think well, here, here's what, my big up? argument, too, which is to say that tenant. As of right now, uh, some what? Uh, how many weeks later? Still doesn't have a high quality version for any of the streaming services. Not that I frequent those services or anything, but you know I check up on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. still, that hasn't driven the box office that you would expect. Uh, and that's yeah. kind of my point. I think people are not really about going to the theaters right now. It just in any capacity until there's some clarity and there's some safety um, and peace of mind. So it's just like even with a highly hotly anticipated film and without a means of pirating and staying at home and watching a good version of it, people still aren't going out for it. So, yeah, yeah I, I think it's, you know, at this point, the best bet is to try to I don't know. I don't know how you encrypt it. I'm not a fucking te- like tech person here, but there's got to be a way that you can put it out there and hopefully do some kind of screen protection. But it's it's HBO Max seems like the best way to do this. Wasn't this mm-hmm. film supposed to come out like in the fall of 2019? Yeah, it's just like at this point we got to put it out. You know, like yeah, you got to yeah. put it out. And I think you have a lot of goodwill and you have a good infrastructure. Do it. And if nothing else, the industry is going to pay attention. Yeah. You know, like the, you're going to you, everything you're doing right now is setting a precedent within the streaming world. Yeah. And, the, you know, I'll tell you the reason why they don't have better protections against piracy right now is because this is still new and they still think that things are going to be going more back to 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 the theaters for these big releases and these big blockbusters, which you know that's another question I want to ask you. You know, uh, we will Wonder Woman going to the the streaming service, going to HBO Max. Will that actually change anything? Are we close enough to getting a vaccine where you you think things really will go back to normal? I think the problem is this, and my, my wife works for the School of Medicine for Kaiser Permanente, which is a huge medical uh, conglomerate out here in L.A., right? So mm-hmm. I hear all the, 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 the talks. Even if this is widespread, like we don't have the infrastructure to administer it at a large scale. And mm-hmm. also it's like you watch Contagion, right? There's going to be like a waiting list for this vaccine. Uh, so it could be a very long time before the majority of Americans have it. I mm-hmm. I think it's very optimistic and very bullish to say, oh, in May or June, everything's going to be totally back to normal when we have epidemiologists saying 2022 is when things are going to be back to normal. officially. Yes, so, yeah, at that point, no, I, I think like let's let's all put our heads together. Let's make sure that people can enjoy stuff, that the studios can still make their money somehow, uh, but that we're all able to do that in a safe way. Like we already have this consumer um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, God, what's that called? The not consumer, the, the person who makes something right. Like we already had that relationship with these people and we did it and we found a way to make it safe. Granted, there wasn't a pandemic and I think we can do it again. It just makes the most sense to do it with a high profile thing. That's hotly anticipated like wonder woman. Here's another question. Well, I'm full of questions today. I'm very, I love it. let's do it. I'm very inquisitive, man. I'm very curious. I'm a very curious <laughs> child today. So with all these other movies coming out, then we looked at the at the release dates. We looked at the list with all these movies coming out. 
Do you think some of these movies will will have to actually pull back too? You think some of these might be having to go to streaming services, even though they're listed for 2021 and they're saying that we're going to be having a vaccine and some normalcy then? Right. Well, I I think what's going to happen, I think the last part of 2021, enough of the vaccine will be out there that people will take calculated risks. Right. Like I still think Universal, I think May Mm -hmm. is nuts for 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 uh, Fast and Furious makes absolutely no sense to me. Uh, But I do think things that are coming out like August, September, like, you know, the last four months, that final quarter, I think like people will look at it and say, all right, look, obviously the box office is only at 70 percent of strength, but competition is still going to be limited. We can make our money that way. Right now, there's just no means to make money. That's why I don't even understand how they're considering a theatrical release, because it's like, again, we're looking at Tenant, not a perfect comparison, but a pretty good comparison. And it's not making money. Like, I think that's the, the saddest thing is that a Chris Nolan movie made a lot of money internationally, but here in the states where people eat that shit up 55 million is a, is a little sad yeah so yeah i don't i don't think this is there's a path forward unless you know we're, we're pushing to the back end of that and i think you're going to see studios mad dash to put stuff in the fall in the winter of next year uh but then you're going to have a bottleneck for a whole other reason that's the biggest thing that i'm wondering about and i mean i can sit up here and speculate and predict all i want to but i really don't know how it's going to work out man i this the the, the theaters are going to be constipated and in, in in the summer and especially in the fall that they keep trying to push these things back, man. That's the thing that I'm worried about. Like none of these, like I, I don't think half these movies are gonna. The, the problem is half these movies. I don't know if they're gonna be making it on their their release date. And even if we did to follow everything that we see right now, this is chipping in on their money. The 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 theaters are cannibalizing themselves with these movies, man. It's like yeah. all every week there's gonna be another movie chipping into the business of the movie that came out the week before. See, this was, this is what was, uh, again, I hate to go back, you know, back in my day, but back when blockbusters were something that was special, things that came out, you know, summer blockbusters, you had about four of them in the summer. Look at the schedule, man. There's a blockbuster every fucking week that comes every week, every week, man. That's not, that's hardly a break there. Uh, so back in the day when these movies came out, they meant the reason why E.T. stayed in the theaters for like nine months is because, well, yes, we didn't have the home market like we did right now. We didn't have, um, you know, we didn't have streaming like we do right now, but also the competition was low, man. (laughs) You know, uh, I just don't know how this is beneficial to anybody to have all these movies fighting each other right out the gate to 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 vie for everyone's business out there i mean i I think it's almost kind of overwhelming do you think for the consumer out there that's going to be it's going to be too overwhelming to again well maybe they're going to be like well you know what i can't spend money on movies every week i'm i gotta choose i gotta like choose ahead of time which one which one do i really want to see and i gotta invest in that and that's it do you think that maybe uh that's going to influence how the market is 100%. Yeah. Uh, I already do that now, like in a non-pandemic times, because what they've started to do is, and and Black Panther sort of changed it because it's like, hey, we can start the summer blockbuster thing Mm -hmm. in February now if we want to. Um, But but yeah, I look at it like that, where it's like, I'm already having to pick which movie I'm going to see just because there's five or six things coming out in one month, you know, like it's really hard for for anyone, even if you have a lot of money, you don't want to like sit there and spend all that money on it. I'm looking at this release schedule and it, especially in the summer, it's literally every week there is one film of note or sometimes two films of note. Uh, And I think that 
it's it's the battle of the giants, right? At some point, there's just not enough room for everything. You're going to kind of everyone's going to end up making half as much as they probably should because everyone's putting things out in competition with each other. Yeah. Like I said, it used to be two or three weeks, but but people would vacate. Uh, release dates completely. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, Universal put Fast and Furious there. Let's stay away from there. It's released two weeks later. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah. Um. And so there certainly could be an appetite. People have been bottlenecked and they're and they're they're feeling like, oh, I can't wait to get out to the movies. That's possible, but I don't think it's very likely for the average, the majority for yeah. sure. No way. I gotta tell you, man. I mean, I'm eager to talk about these movies. I'm e- I'm eager to talk about big movies again, but man, I am spoiled now. Folks, I let me just explain something to you, man. I had a nice vacation. I don't I don't want to come across as some little spoiled brat talking about oh, oh, all these all these free movies I got to see. Oh man, it was just so hard going to see movies. You know, that sounds that sounds shitty, man. That you know, especially when you talk about you didn't even have to pay for them. But seriously, that was getting to me. Spending, I mean, there were so many movies coming out and so many big movies coming out one after another, especially in the summertime. I was spending so much of my time in darkness with people that I fucking hate. You know, I, I, you know, you know what I'm saying? Going to these, through these free screenings, rushing to do a show or in, uh, in the day, or preparing a the show, then rushing over to the theater to go see this movie, sitting in the dark, you know, several times a night and sitting in there with people who don't know how to fucking behave in a the theater. Just talking at the movie, all these pe- people, the eager to see a free film. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I mean, I'm not looking forward to getting back into that. And looking at this schedule over here, I'm dreading this, man. I mean, oh, it's a marathon. You're in it. You're in it for like the whole year, basically. Yeah. I mean, every it's like two or three times a week. That is my life. If I do this, it's like to me, it's making me reconsider how I approach these movies now. I'm like, man, I'm just. This is what. This is another thing that makes me hate this. Uh, sorry if this has turned to me complaining and it's turned to my therapy uh, part of the show. Let's do it. Let's do it, buddy. No, you know, the other thing is, like, I love going to see these smaller films, man. I love going to an independent theater. Now here's, here comes the fucking hipster out in me. I love going to these smaller theaters where people know how to act like they got some goddamn sense. I love the atmosphere. I love the smaller theater where they know how to take care of it. I love the food there better. Yes, I'm a snob. I'm an, I'm an elitist, okay? Fine. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a hipster. I'm everything I hate. But I don't get to have that experience that much anymore, man. I don't get to go to those theaters uh, uh, as much. Or if I do, you know, it, was, it was getting to be to the point where I was seeing so many big movies, I kind of had to sacrifice those films. Because I just couldn't see that many movies in a, in a week. And unfortunately, the reviews for those smaller independent movies or dramas, or whatever, reviews for those just don't do as well as they do for the bigger movies. So it was another thing where it, it might get to this point now where it's like, man, I can't even go see those movies or talk about those movies now. Because there's way too many of these big Hollywood blockbusters coming out. And now I got to sacrifice, you know, some of the smaller movies that are actually probably brilliant films. Or at least something different. So that's another thing that I'm dreading, man. Well, I think it's really interesting as you kind of proved it that what the pandemic did more than anything, and it's not just for critics, I think it's for people who just go to the movies, is like, is like we put up with the bad experience because we wanted to enjoy the film. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hate going to theaters usually, unless, like, again, to echo your point, you go to like a smaller theater where people genuinely have respect for the thing that's on screen and yeah. don't want to talk or get on their phones and shit like that. 
and so it's like now we just had this this huge break, this uh, seven month, eight, nine month break or whatever, where we didn't have to think about that, where we didn't have to to compromise our viewing experience to watch yeah. the thing. It's made it really hard to go back. You know, I know certainly for me, it's like I unless it's something I really want to watch, I'm probably just going to wait for it at this point, you know, because I don't like the experience. And this taught me that I'm perfectly fine yeah. waiting for things. Yeah. I'm hoping that, you know, I'm hoping that uh, Wonder Woman and all these other movies that are blockbusters that are going to uh, that are going to they're talking about going to streaming now. I hope that, you know, not all the blockbusters go to streaming because I don't even think that they can afford that. I think, again, uh, the, the you know, people were they didn't have when they didn't have the vaccine in sight. People had these whole big radical ideas of how the theaters were going to change. They're all going to close down. Netflix is going to buy them. Amazon's going to buy them. Even we were echoing some of these same things, man. And now that this vaccine seems around the corner, it seems like, well, shit, like I said at one time before, I said, maybe not a goddamn thing's going to change. And it looks like maybe things might might go back to where they were. And maybe these things aren't going to change as much as we think they are. But my question for you is, and I have my thoughts about it, do you think that it will stick to that model of uh, a blockbuster movies probably being the ones that take over the theaters and some of the smaller films, some of the more independent movies, some of your mid tier budget films. Uh, will those be something that might be pushed to streaming a little bit more? Yeah. I mean, I think we're already there. I've said that movie theaters are pretty much becoming like monster truck shows, you know, like it's good. <laughs> yeah, for better or for worse. Those are really entertaining. If you've ever seen one, I, I went to one on accident and was like, holy shit, this is actually kind of cool. Uh, but my point is that that's a spectacle. It's yeah. not like it, it's not like, oh, we're going to go watch like cars drive normally in a circle. You know what I'm saying? No one would watch that. Uh, so I already think that we're kind of getting there, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think mm -hmm. that you're seeing so many smaller things, sm smaller stories, smaller films be told on streaming that would never get made by a studio now. Yeah. Um, I, you know, like, of course, everyone wants to go see that indie movie like projected on the big screen. And that might be going uh, the way of the dodo. But I think. It's not necessarily a bad thing. And to bring it to, to Wonder Woman, it's like, look, people seem to forget Wonder Woman, I think, changed the entire tide and fortune of the DC universe. Like, yeah. you know, it had it had been critically kind of beat up uh, multiple times and the films weren't grossing the same kind of money. Wonder Woman came out there, grossed a billion, got overwhelmingly good reviews. Uh, you know, it, it, if it was able to do that kind of Herculean task and basically save the DCEU, I don't see why you don't trust it to do this, to do the HBO Max thing, to kind of be that straight up first triple A blockbuster that that goes there. No disrespect to Soul or Mulan, uh, but I don't think either of those are Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, and I think it yeah. has a real opportunity to kind of change the the industry as we know it. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. I forgot, I've totally forgot about Mulan apparently so did everybody else that, everyone forgot about Mulan yeah. that's my point yeah yeah so, yeah so yeah we'll see man I, I mean there was the point was it was fun to kind of sit back and talk about the fate of the theaters and the movies and it looked like things might be having these radical changes now it looks like maybe things aren't going to change as much as we thought uh you know you have some you had some things that played out differently due to just the business being what it is and people losing money and having to try to make that up some kind of way. But yeah, um, I don't know if things are going to be that much different except for, as you say, blockbusters taking, taking over the theaters even more now and smaller yeah. movies going a different route, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. Let's go ahead and move over. Talk about more ladies.
and more superhero movies. And let's see what we got here. So, for those who thought that those bullshit petitions out there, hey, they finally work. Look at that. We got that bitch Amber Heard out of Aquaman 2. I hate to be the one to tell you, but these petitions, they're still bullshit. <laughs> I've never known one of these things. I've never known one of these things to work, man. I've never known one of these things to... They've never changed. They, they, they've never saved starving children. They've never, you know, they've, they've, they've never stopped, uh, the, the, you know, the deforestation or taking out the rainforest. And they damn sure don't help out when people throw a fucking nerd fit over a movie when they want something removed that they don't like. And that did not happen here with Aquaman 2. Amber Heard, she says, you know what? Fuck you and your petition. I am still in Aquaman 2. Like I said before, she said, you keep on. I Look, I beat Johnny Depp's ass, and I'll beat your ass, too. You keep up with that. I'm not going anywhere. Of course, she was in Aquaman 1, and a lot of people were talking about, well, you know, if you're going to take the whole thing with them, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some full disclosure to you. I actually believe that she was gone from Aquaman 2. Now, it wasn't because I believed in that petition right there, but I believed that because I thought that Warner Brothers was getting so sick and tired of the both of them. You know, Johnny Depp is verbally and probably physically abusive. She might be the same. She beat him up, cut off his finger and shit on his bed. You know, I thought Warner Brothers was like, you know, both y'all get the fuck out. And so that's why I thought that she was gone. And I got called out on it and people set me straight and told me that that was not the case. But, you know, I, I, I wondered that because, and a lot of people are wondering this now. They're like, all right, well, you know what? Why is she coming back and Johnny Depp has to leave Fantastic Beasts and where to find him and whatnot? Uh, that is something we talked about a while back. That's probably another discussion for another day. But I know it led a lot of people to think that both of them were being pushed out. And a lot of people are not very happy about, about her working for the same company, even though it's for a different movie, her working for Warner Brothers, and she gets to stay, but Johnny Depp has to go. But whether you like it or not, news is, is that she is indeed going to be part of Aquaman 2. Uh, again, something that I even misconstrued. What you got for us, man? I mean, I don't have much for you other than I – look – I'll be the first one to say this. I have not combed over the hours and hours and hours of actual audio and video and stuff like that. Yeah. I know everyone has an opinion on the Depp and the herd stuff. I'm going to stay out of those waters. Those are treacherous waters. What I will say, though, is consistency does seem to matter. Uh, and if the idea was, hey, we're firing, well, well, we asked him to go. We didn't fire him. If we asked Johnny Depp to, to leave the franchise because of the controversy and the negative press that's being associated with the with the project – um, in every quantifiable way, like the Aquaman franchise has made more money. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird to me that that is a bigger profile thing. And yet they've allowed mm -hmm. Amber Heard to stay on there, um, especially with kind of the public outcry. The people seem to really dislike her and are coming yeah. at her with a fervor. It's 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 weird to me. Um, that's mostly the thing I'm kind of looking at is just the idea that it seems to be a double standard. But also she doesn't give a fuck. Amber Heard, I think, is totally like well aware that everyone <laughs> hates her and she's just trolling people. And I sort of love it, but I kind of hate it. Yeah. Yeah. She even put a statement out there. And here's what it says. She says here, 
Like, I'm super excited. I'm not going to do that. You know, just, I'm, <laughs> oh, please commit to it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm super excited about the amount of fan love and the amount of fan appreciation that Aquaman has acquired and that it has garnered so much excitement. And for Aquaman and Mira, that means we'll be coming back. I'm so excited to film that. You know, I look yeah, cool, I, that, that shit that, on the bed. That, that that's shitty, man. I, you know, I, look, I, uh, you know, I, I don't know if that's a troll or not. She just kind of put it out there that she is coming back, letting everybody know. I, I, man, I'm gonna tell you something. It's at the point now where I don't care. I, I, because I told you when I don't know what's happening, I will tell you I don't know, and people don't like that. People wanna want you to pick a side. People, you know, people want you throwing down bets. People want you to be mad like they are. And I, I just don't know. I've said probably too much in the past. Um, you know, I've, I, you know, cause I remember when the whole thing between her and, and Johnny Depp, and I even said some things about, I said some things about Johnny Depp. I said, well, Johnny Depp, I mean, we don't know Johnny Depp might, you know, he, we don't know what goes on with these people. We've heard, we've, we've heard stories about Johnny Depp and, you know, his temper and whatnot. And people jumped on my ass about that. People, you know, they said, well, he abused, she abused him and you don't know everything and you know the whole story. And I was like, I didn't say I did. I just said what I heard. And, you know, you, what I've read, rumors and whatnot, I'm not taking sides on anything. So I'm kind of out of it. I, uh, I even put out there something I shouldn't have probably even said a while back. And, and I did, I'll tell you this much, but this, this should have no bearing on the, on, on the situation. Uh, before any of this stuff happened, I'll still stick to it. I'll tell you what I heard, but I'm, I can't tell you if it's true or not. Um, we do know somebody that, dated Amber Heard <laughs> and uh, they they said that she was kind of wild man so <laughs> yeah you know I, and I'm not saying any more than that I'm saying that because all of this happened before uh any of this Johnny Depp stuff so you know I I don't know oh shit let me plug in the computer oh yeah you're running out of juice yeah I mean I I have some weird feeling about that which is I feel like there's a big movement of people being told what to feel about the situation what I have seen shows like Johnny Depp not being great and her not being great and I'm not saying that to draw a false equivalency Uh, I'm not saying that I'm not absolving her of any bad behavior or absolving him I'm just thinking it looks like a pretty fucked up bad situation for everybody involved Um, and if they wanted to end that marriage and it got really weird and shitty like that that's a totally different issue but as it pertains to the actual film it does seem a little weird that there's a double standard from the same studio in similarly budgeted kind of tentpole films uh and you can say that like well mira is not the heavy you know like like the other thing is the fantastic beat grindelwald's like the the heavy like he's the he's the second biggest star of that film or at least he's supposed to be so i understand that being a little bit like the importance of role being different but at the same time it just seems i i think they're saving face i think they're gonna wait I know that she's coming back for the Snyder cut. Zack Snyder is bringing her back to do some additional sh- uh, scenes there. Yep. But I have I have to really wonder. None of this is in production yet. Like there isn't a, a, a set in stone start date. I have to imagine they're probably going to cut ties with her at some point. I just think they're they're waiting to do it. And they're going to find some other reason instead of saying like, oh, they're going to say creative differences, oh, scheduling differences, you know, whatever the, the, the excuse is going to be. But I, I, I have this real suspicion she's not going to make it. Plus, there's already like a huge fervor about replacing her. I mean, what do you think the actual odds are that she's going to stay? Okay, so, I, you know, I, when you talk about replacing her, let me put something interesting up. Because this is sure. something, again, I haven't heard. Apparently, I don't know shit about Amber Heard's uh, story. And by the way, when I say, let me get this straight. When I say that uh, I know somebody that dated her, it was, 
I hate I, I never like to do the friend of a friend or you know relative of a relative type thing. It, let's just say it was one degree of separation away from Amber Heard, and we. This person told me about their relative dating Amber Heard, and this was before any of this Johnny Depp, Depp shit happened. They were like, "Yeah, she little, she's fucking bug wild, man." Uh, I didn't. Not, now that's just, that's not to say that she was abusive. It was just to say that she was just a little wild. So I, you know, I, that had, should have no bearing on what's going on with her and Johnny Depp. I got two things that to, to, to well, I got one thing to ask about this because I did not hear about this at all, and then I got one thing to say that might get people a little upset. And it's just a theory, and I don't mean anything by it. But I didn't. Uh, I never heard about her being replaced with uh, with the chick that was actually fucking Aquaman at one time in Game of Thrones. What's her name? Uh, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. I I did not know that there was talk of replacing her. Uh, replacing Amber Heard with her. Is that something that's happening? Well, I mean, it's a lot of wishful thinking, right? Uh, mm-hmm. People people already like them. They're really good friends. Uh, also, they made all these mock-ups, and it looks like it. She's not busy doing that Han Solo prequel trilogy anymore. Yeah. So I think, like, yeah, I think it's a lot of wishful thinking, but I think, like, she's pretty much universally liked, even with that horrendous final season of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, I think people like her. People want to see her. And I think there's this weird fascination with those two because they were, you know, Cal and, and, uh, and Danny. Right. So, um, so that's just I, some I, people that's fan casting. I didn't. I, that's why I'm asking because I hadn't heard anything like that. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. But but that's like it's it's what people want right now. But there are definitely grumbles. I mean, that's the problem. It's like wh- where do you start to put uh you know stake in what the rumors are? Because right right now the rumors are that she's totally still on the project, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But there seems to be so much smoke that there's got to be fire somewhere. Um, and at that point, it seems like a really likely casting. Uh, they 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 get along uh, really well, and apparently, it's not just like people photoshopping shit. Like there's some real yeah. movement on this, but again, all of it needs to be taken with a grain of salt because yeah. at the official story is that Amber Heard is here to stay, and there's no problem. I just think from a publicity standpoint and from a saving face standpoint, Warner Brothers would probably be wise to get rid of that, right? And there, and there they are, right here, being good friends. Right there, Amelia Clark and Jason Momoa. Damn, whatever the fuck he's doing or saying, Emma is cracking her ass up. Yep. She's got that kind of laugh where it's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> An ugly laugh. Yeah, yeah, it's hard yeah, to do. yeah. Make, you might have people do ugly face crying. You can also do ugly face laughing. Oh, I didn't even know that was her at first. Goddamn top jaw hanging out and shit. Oh. But I, I'm going to say something that might be a little sensitive to people. And I'm not, and I don't, I'm not, again, that's not me taking sides. That's not me trying to piss anybody off, man. But I said last week that they're getting rid of Johnny Depp because they don't know what's probably going to happen later. You know, they don't know what other stories are going to come out. Right now in the UK, he was in a libel lawsuit and it came out where also like the somehow from a libel lawsuit, he was convicted, not convicted, but determined to be a, a woman beater. You know, they, they, that was the, apparently that was proof enough to show that he was a woman beater. Uh, and I think Warner Brothers, and I'm trying to find a good way to phrase this, because, again, I, this is not me being anti-feminist or anything at all. And this is not me definitely not taking uh, spousal abuse lightly. But I think that during this time, especially so close to after Me Too, Hollywood being scrutinized for their sexual harassment, uh, you know, just feminism and uh, you know, uh, overall, 
and you know women's rights overall, which is a great thing, but overall just being a sensitive issue, it's easier to get rid of the guy that's problematic, but it's more problematic to get rid of the woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, because all of a sudden I think they're they're scared that they are going to be accused of uh, not only supporting. Uh, the 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 person the domestic abuser which is Johnny Depp but also of further furthermore uh casting out the victim you know victimizing the victim in a way uh yet yeah, the, the it's politics y'all you know the whole you know the the politics of this say that you know uh it, it's for just for optics it's more easy to do this to the guy than it is for the woman i think if they had put both them out and framed it as they are both the problem, then that would have been fine and nobody would have said anything. But I think that when it comes to this, Hollywood is just a little nervous and too scared at this moment uh, because of everything that's gone on with Hollywood in the past, Weinstein and all that kind of stuff. And they and they don't want to they don't want to put the woman out. And again, that, I'm going to sound like these guys who are I'm going to sound like some incel. I'm going to sound like somebody doesn't support feminism. That's not it. I'm just telling you what the, what their politics are, man. And that's how they're going to handle it. And I think I think they, you know, in the, at, at the end of it all. They probably are tired of both of them over there, Warner Brothers. But uh, with all of a sudden, this label of being a woman beater that's floating out there, that even with that word just being out there, woman beater, they can't afford to keep Johnny Depp around because they don't want that kind of pressure on them. And it's going to look even worse now if they use woman beater. And we, hey, look at us. We're beating on the woman by casting her out, firing her. You know, I think that's, that's just my personal opinion. No, no, I think I think the optics are 100 percent like a, a huge contributing factor to it. But I also don't like here's the thing. The Me Too movement started in earnest for women, right, to protect women. But I think like and again, I don't know the details here. So don't fucking don't come at me with pitchforks <laughs> and fire and stuff. But what I'm saying is like, look, there's a lot. There's a large amount of people with contingency that say like she was the abuser. She was the abuser. Right. Yeah. OK, not commenting on that. But if that's the case, shouldn't the Me Too movement also isn't that the next frontier of the Me Too movement is to like envelope abused men as well like yeah, my point yeah. is like to to go and say hey he's called a wife beater not based on evidence by the way based on assumption based on uh way laxer libel laws than we have in this country yeah it seems to me like they they should try to either fire them both e equally or they need to kind of protect depth the same way that they're seemingly protecting herd right now so like i i don't get it i i honestly but i'm telling you like i know that they don't want to cast him out for the optics i don't think she's gonna last on this film mm. um i don't think that she's the acting talent that johnny depp is either like this isn't a situation where you're losing like you know like nicole kidman's in that fucking aquaman movie that's nicole kidman she's earned it she's worked for 30 years she's <laughs> a well-respected actress like amber no like name three other movies that amber heard's done and i'm not and i'm you're a movie guy like you're a critic and i don't know if you could actually do it off the top of your head no <laughs> You're proving my point. That's my point. So, yeah, I look at it where it's like, look, I again, without knowing that whole situation, it seems like it was a really fucked up, tumultuous relationship. And one or both are to blame for that. But only one is being punished for that. Yeah. And this is not me trying to support a, a quote unquote wife beater or any of that shit. But it's just like and this doesn't even address the Ezra Miller of it all, which I know is a different scenario yeah. but that's still like choked a woman and slammed her to the ground that motherfucker even if was on camera good. choking a woman and slammed her to the ground he's still working totally. he's totally. still there yeah, yeah i oh. you know what christian you're right it comes down to i don't know what happened with them 
I mean, maybe Johnny Depp was abusing her. Maybe she was abusing Johnny Depp. All I know is that they, these are just accusations and nobody knows the real story. But you're right. One person, just because they want to look like they're appealing to the right crowd and they don't want a controversy. One person, because of the whole politics of it and for the optics of it, is getting punished for this. And personally, uh, until we find out more, because we could always find out more. Maybe tomorrow we'll find out that Johnny Depp was beating the fuck out of her. And right. I will react appropriately but for right now i'm gonna tell you i don't think it's right i, I think it's a it's a heavy as obvious upfront double standard and i think it's kind of shitty man and i you know and i and this is the and again you know th this is something that i hate with hollywood for years hollywood has dealt with child abusers made them heroes hid hid uh they, they've hidden the uh, uh abuse they've hidden abuse of women they've hidden rape of women and all of a sudden now they're trying really really hard to show people we're not like that anymore, but you're doing that by by being unfair to somebody else. I, you know, I, that's that's the one thing I hate about these kind of movement movements, man. It makes everybody so sensitive. It makes everybody, you know, jump to one side or the other completely without you know trying to be com without trying to be fair and without trying to be middle ground on things, man. You know, and, and it's okay to be middle ground sometimes if you don't know everything. It's fine. Yeah, it's encouraged binary thought. Like it's either this or it's that. That's it. There's no room for critical thinking, which I think is a little uh, not good. It's a little dangerous to do that. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I, I see a couple people in the in the chat who are like, look, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to support Aquaman 2 if she's there. Um, and that's cool. That's cute. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is like, do you think that there's enough of those people that will actually make a financial difference uh, above everything else? Warner Brothers is a business. They want a profit. They made a billion dollars on Aquaman, the mm. worst fucking Justice League hero. I'm not talking about the movies, just like as a concept, uh, terrible. And they made a billion off that. So if there's any possibility that she's going to fuck with their money, as it were. Uh, do you think it becomes an easier situation or do you think it's like people complain about this shit all the time and then still go watch the movie? That's the problem, man. Uh, we are, I, you know, I maybe I'm, I'm not saying it. boycotting is a thing of the past that people don't do it anymore. I'm sure we'll find a cause and people boycott and we'll all unite and something. But right now, that time ain't now. People are selfish as fuck, man. People don't, they'll raise hell, man, and say, I'm not going to support this and whatnot. And they will. They will, you know, and then nobody today wants to be the person that's not in on the end. Nobody wants to be, they don't want to be left out when all the conversations are going on online. They don't want to be left out the water cooler, if that's still a thing. People, and most of all, people just don't want to give up their entertainment. We don't want to give right. up shit for a cause, man. We don't want to give up anything. You know, well, uh, I'm, try I'm trying to think of any anything that's actually worked. You know what I mean? Like a like a boycott of that specifically against someone. Now you can look at Fantastic Beasts and say that second movie didn't make as much as the first one, and maybe that's a direct response to Johnny Depp, but yeah. I doubt it. You know, um, those pirate movies. Well, granted, he wasn't in the same same hot water. But I, I, if you look at any big controversy that's spouted up recently, no one's really given a shit when it comes time to actually yeah. going and packing the theaters. And I don't think that's going to happen here either. And maybe some people will, but not not enough of them. I tell you what, there's a lot of people who are upset, but most people don't care, man. Most people don't don't give a shit, you know. So yeah, I I'm sure that we'll unite behind a cause and we'll do something and we'll figure it out and you know we'll 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 we we will actually use our money, uh, our not using our money as a way of power. But right now, just nobody seems to care that much, man. You know, uh, right. there are some issues out there that that we do. I mean, look, if Amber Heard said the N word, we wouldn't even have to worry about, <laughs> you know, her. We have to worry about going to see the movie or not if she's in it because she wouldn't be there. But I think that it, if uh, there was a if if something came out where it was found out that she was like 
she did something racist and the movie was already out there, I think people might start to pull back. You know, racism is a very, very hot topic issue right now. So that that is maybe something that I could see. But, I, you know, here's the thing. What it really comes down to, maybe it's not even the faith of the people that I'm losing, uh, that I'm that I'm losing in them because they don't want to, you know, uh, exercise their power with their dollar. I think right. that I, I think that people will rally behind something if they have enough proof, if they see something that they can actually say that that happened. I just think it's too much. He said, "See shit." He said, "She said." Situation by right the here. seashore. By yeah, the sea, yes, with, with Sally by the seashore. <laughs> you know, I think it's too much of he said, she said types of uh, situations like this where people are like, "Look, I don't know what happened. I don't care." Until I find out something more, I'm gonna go see this goddamn movie. So I really, right. I think that's what it really comes down to. This very weak, you know, what we can say. Because I see some people in the chat talking right now, like, "Nah, man, she abused him, and it's concrete and that's and maybe it is, but there's still stuff going back and forth, and I don't know. And I think as long as people are kind of murky about things, they don't know for sure. They're not gonna sit back and say completely, "I'm not gonna support that." You know, they'll they'll still do it. I think there's a lot of think pieces of people telling you what to think about this whole abuse situation, by the way. And I'm not saying that to be shitty or disrespectful, but like I tried to do some research on my own and I found very little um, non-editorialized videos or articles. People come in with their slants. People like Johnny Depp, they want to they want to absolve him, so on and so forth. Um, I've listened to like an hour of those phone calls, though, and they're both pretty shitty people from what I understand. So it's one of those things where it's just like, I get it. Everyone wants to have this energy. Everyone wants to be so declarative. Oh, she did it. She did it. She did it. And maybe that's totally a possibility. I'm just saying, like, I feel very few people have actually sat there, combed through it themselves and came up with their own opinions. And, uh, yeah. and I think that you're being influenced by other people's opinions. And that's now going further into your decision about who deserves to be fired about something. And you know what? Uh, I'm thinking about like, look, even when people do something crazy, they, you know, it just it depends on how. It, it, I think it depends on how the, uh, you know, the that person's image is is spun, uh, the time they take, you know, if, do they leave the public eye for a little bit, uh, or do people just again don't care? Mel Gibson, we heard him say a bunch of crazy shit, and now this motherfucker's playing Santa Claus, you know, so. <laughs> I, I, you know, jolliest man in Hollywood, jolliest man in Hollywood. Not, and I'm going to tell you, not a bad Santa Claus, but again, some things, yeah, some people just don't seem to care that much these days, man. You know, we say we care, we get mad. Uh, yeah, unless you just actually break the law. And even then, you know, it's questionable, you know, if if you're going to be so-and-so canceled. Plus that's another thing. I think people are so anti-cancel culture now that people are almost hesitant to like, to boycott anything because they'll they'll be seen as some uh, someone who is part of that council culture. They'll be looked right. down upon because of that. You know, it's it's almost like we have a backlash against exercising uh, you know our, uh, our, uh, our our freedoms, our our boycotts against something that maybe should be talked about and gone and gone against. You know, I don't know. You know, so I mean, it's a, these are just theories of mine. I don't know. Anyway, she ain't going. We could just fire both of them. That's all I'm saying. Like, we just get rid of everyone. We put them in in jail. We put them together. We make them star in a movie about their relationship to really exercise these fucking demons. And then Amelia Clark can still play Mira. Oh, and hey, tell you what. And here's here's why Amber Heard. Well, I don't know. Somebody just sent me something in the chat. They said, "Here's Amber Heard using the earwork, using the N word." Let me see here. Uh oh. And let me see. Here's Amber Turd. This from Debo Jr. Now I don't know if this is real or not. Let me see here. Amber Heard. 
the N-word. Let's see here. Can you please grab us some coffees from downstairs? Pretty please. I don't know if she's talking to. We're having a little bit of an issue with our coffee. Sure. All blacks coming up. Racist. Also, while you're down there, do you mind please picking me up a package at the front desk? Um, just re- I meant coffee, of course. I don't condone any form of racism or prejudice. And she says, nigga, please. So, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, all right. Yeah, it's <laughs> not quite the smoking gun you think it is. No, I'll say I feel like it's a water gun at best. But all right. I don't know if she's racist. It's just her trying to be funny. You know, maybe, you know, not in the most tasteful way. Yeah, but no, it wasn't her. I thought she was like, you know, that fucking nigger. I'm gonna kill you. Know, nah, you know, wasn't like that. So. Yeah, people, you see, there you go. Even we're like, oh, it ain't that big a deal. So, so, you know, I don't know, man. Her ass ain't going nowhere, though. That's the thing right now. I, as fair as we uh, are unfair, as we might think it is, whatever. But I, Christian seems to be under the impression that just give it time. You know, uh, Warner Brothers is sick of her, too. Get the man. Even that is kind of shitty. Get the man out first because that looks good. And then just wait a little while and get her bitch ass out because then it won't seem as sexist if we do that. Oh, well, I, there you go. I don't know. Time's going to tell, but we'll see. Again, there's no firm date for that. Fantastic Beast has a firm uh, date for production. Yeah. I think that's the big difference. So we'll see. I mean, All keep right. your ear to the ground. Let me see here. I got to go in and get rid of this chat now because whenever i press a link in the chat it takes me away from the chat oh i know it sucks i'm sorry that was wow that was a you made me feel sad man that was a pitiful that was a pitiful, what oh. that oh no yeah you were, you were like you were like oh oh no <laughs> yeah yeah i gotta i gotta sell that i just have uh i just have i have i have something against that sound uh I've had mostly girls when I was coming up in my life look at me and go like, oh, like I'm pitiful, you know. Uh, <laughs> so you flash back to little Corey and Waco, Daughters yeah. of the Confederacy, raising their noses up at you as they go to their fucking creepy racist club. No, it was more like, oh, you thought I'd go to the dance with you? Really? Oh, that's so cute. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I like this fictional world in which you were an underdog instead of like this fucking alpha that you know you are. I don't uh, whatever. I don't want to get into this, but I like that you're rewriting history. That's that cute. is not rewriting history, man. That is me early in high school, you know. Um, I mean, and I'm putting it nice. I would have been, I would have been good getting uh, aw because that would have been somebody least showing that they cared somewhat. I mean, it, yeah, it was looking down on my ass. But the, the, I remember I asked this uh, I asked this girl out, and I had to just walk away and laugh. I asked this girl out one time, and she and she just like, <laughs> "Boy, don't nobody want you." <laughs> and it was like that. It was like a scene in the in the in those movies where you know the girls got their their bitch ass crew with them because she was like, oh, yeah. "Boy, don't nobody want you," and she just walked away, <laughs> and the, and the rest of her crew was like, <laughs> you know, and I was like, "Wow." Okay. God, I feel so <laughs> yeah. bad for you. Yeah. Okay, well, I think shit. you're doing fine now. You got me and Miss Mia. You have this empire. I think you're doing fine. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, I guess I won't be doing that for another five years. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I just jacked off for the next year or two. Um, mm. Let me see here. I'm trying to find. Yeah, that girl laughed at me like, just take... Take Jason Momoa and put like little nerdy ass Corey right there, and instead of laughing, instead of laughing with this joke, she's laughing at me. So that's what you would have that situation right there. <laughs> Boy, you see, get your little ass away from me. Oh, 
They said that's some mean girl shit. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know, man. It was kind of ridiculous. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I didn't. I knew I didn't even have a shot with that girl. I, you know, it's one of those. You, you see movies also where they, you know, you get that big speech where somebody's like, "Hey, look." All you gotta do is just ask. You're not gonna know if you don't say anything. Women like guys with confidence too. Just you just go up there and you tell her how you feel. And I did that shit. Don't do that. Telling y'all don't do that. Don't do it. If your, if, if your mind is telling you no, and don't and, and your, your your body ain't telling you yes, no, it's all no. Do not go through with that. Yeah, man. Let me see here. Hey, but look at me now. This <laughs> Sitting in my room talking about Aquaman. All right. Uh, Jesus, yeah, you made it. <laughs> if those girls could only see Corey Coleman today. Yeah, look at me. They can see my room with all my toys behind me. Doing a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, where is it? Oh, there we go. There's my pop out right there. Move this back up so I can see you guys. Uh, you want to do a Tiny Earl? Let's do a Tiny Earl. That sounds fun, yeah. Let's try it. You know, we haven't done this in a while. Tiny Earl's been missing, y'all. Tiny Earl, of course, is our little friend who hangs out in the Double Toasted Discord. TinyEarl.com forward slash the DT Discord. I know we haven't done this in a while, so people might not even be, and they might have lost touch on how to do this or even wanting to do it, but... It's just something that we do in addition to uh, emails. It's like reading emails, except your pretty face is up there and we get to look at you and talk to you in person. But you know what? While we do that, let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break. See what we got here. Hmm. 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 Let me see. Let me see. Trying to look at some things we got here. It might not be much to read today. Uh, we don't really have that much, so let's try to do a let's try to do a tiny Earl. See if anybody's in there, and if somebody's in there, great. If not, I should probably be leaving anyway. I'm running a little bit behind. Uh, let's see here. Hmm. Where is? Uh, see, this is how long I've been doing this. Uh, you're I close. Next to Dropbox. Next to Dropbox. Oh. To the left of Dropbox. I can't even see Dropbox. I know you go see it. Go to the left. 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 left, left oh, there left, we go. Left. There we go. There you go. There you go. Yay. <laughs> All right. Let me see here. Let's go to Tiny Earl. So, people, we are with the DT Discord right now. Here we are. Let's go over to the DT server. Let's go down to. Uh, let me see. Where is it? Live with Corey. Bring video up. Oh, I missed that smile. Look at that. Look at him. Uh -oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how you doing, Austinick? I'm doing all right. How you doing, Corey? Bitch ass. Yeah, I'm doing well, man. I'm doing very well. Hey, I'm a, I'm only talking shit to him because he talks shit to me sometimes. Uh, he's kind of pulled back on that a little bit, so I should be nice. I should be nice. Well, you know, you seem like you had a stressful couple of weeks, so I don't want to be me too, you know. Don't be too hard on your ass. Yeah, yeah, that means he, he'll be back. He's like, I, you know, I, I'll go easy this week, but next week I'm going to be on that ass again. Uh, got a haircut? Did you get a haircut? Yeah, my brother actually gave it to me because it was just too long. So now it's, just, it's nice and short, which feels better. Looks nice, man. I like it. Thanks. I got to, like, style it a little bit, but, you know. Uh, it looks very nice. 
Does he see. have an Austin Powers uh, poster because it's Austin or because he genuinely loves bit, Austin Powers? And a little Which bit, one? A little bit because it's just a nice poster, but, you know, some of both. A bit of both. Okay. Also, hey, Christian, I forget you're here. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column. Sounds good. <laughs> a little bit of column A, a little bit of column A. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Ryan Walterson. Let's see what Ryan's talking about. Uh-oh. Yeah, let's see who's crazy and talking My about. My favorite Canadian. Well, that's, well, he's tied. I got a lot of favorite Canadians. Yeah, no, there's a lot of favorite. We got a couple of Canadians in. We got Ferran and we got yeah. uh, Ryan. I, I saw his name and I immediately changed the course. Yeah, I didn't want to upset Ferran. Yeah, double dose kind of uh, Canadians up in here. Yeah, how? because me and Austin, how's it going? How you doing, man? Uh, doing good. Just uh, been busy lately working on a bunch of stuff for people. Man, you I got to say, that's a villainous-ass chair you got. Whenever you sit in, it looks like you should be talking to James Bond right now from Monitor. <laughs> I, like a I, cat. Yeah. I sadly don't have a cat with me, so I got nothing to pet yeah. sinister. So, well, you can always get one, man. Maybe I'll get you one for Christmas. How you doing, man? What's, what's on your mind today? Well, I'm, uh, well I well, I, oh, I can't talk to you. God damn. Well, I did see. Go ahead. I did. I did. On the the last daily double talk, that you are planning to, well, you you're going to be sent episodes to review of the new Animaniacs, right? Yes, sir. I actually watched uh, two episodes last night. Ooh, ooh, I'm excited for that. Well, there's uh, there is some big things regarding the. I, I I've been noticing this this the past few weeks that I think we're in a bit of a resurgence of these these old classic Spielberg produced cartoons because for one they announced a few weeks ago that they're going to be rebooting Tiny Toons for for both HBO Max and Cartoon Network which is pretty cool but another big thing that was announced this week that's going to be happening tomorrow there's an episode of Teen Titans Go that's going to be crossing over with Freakazoid and is actually going to be bringing back the original cast, the original voice cast from the show. So it, it does feel like we're in, like Warner Brothers is doing some sort of like this nostalgic kick with a lot of the cartoons, well, old I, cartoons. I'll tell you what happened. I think what happened was, I, I mean, I don't know completely. I don't know how, uh, completely how uh, successful this was. Let me look here. You know, we just had Looney Tunes on uh, HBO Max. And I, I thought that was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I reviewed that. That was and awesome. I, and I think I that, it. Um, let me see here. Looney Tunes on HBO Max. I think, I think that they actually had some, uh, some success with that. I'm just looking this up here. So if you guys hadn't seen, uh, let me see here, the Looney Tunes on HBO Max, it was uh, it's pretty good. What's up, Jack? Yeah. I'm a challenging you to an arm wrestling match, rabbit. You know, it. I, I was surprised at how at how uh, how much fun they were, man. They were, they they kind of really went back to the classic, not just uh, personalities, but the format too. You know, they were nice, short. They were very quick to watch. Uh, I got through most of them uh, just watching them in a day, and they were a lot of fun, man. Uh, Sylvester was just bitch slapping people. Boy, that had man, I've never laughed. I mean, I when Sylvester uh, bitch slapped that gorilla and threw a stick at him, and my wife, like I, I told you, my wife couldn't even laugh at that. People, go watch that Sylvester episode where Sylvester's just <laughs> fucking with animals. He's an asshole, and my wife saw it and she couldn't even laugh. She's like, Jesus Christ, he's an asshole. And I say, like, Yeah, that's what makes it funny. She said, I don't think that's funny. <laughs> She's very sensitive about that. But I think that they had, I think Warner Brothers had some success with uh, Looney Tunes. 
And I think that because of the success they had with Looney Tunes, now they really are going and trying to pull these resurgence of not only cartoons from, you know, the golden animation era, era of cartoons like the 40s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. But I think that they are also going back to the 90s now, trying to, you know, attract a, a much younger demographic uh, that was in tune with those cartoons at the time. Yeah, we're going to be reviewing Animaniacs on at least the five episodes that they sent us on uh, Sunday. So I just want to be clear really quickly. Ryan was talking. So they're redoing Freakazoid? Is that like official? Well, to be specific, yeah, Teen Titans Go is cross is is doing a crossover with Freakazoid that's going to feature the some of the characters and their original voice actors. No, nah, just, that's just the thing that, Freakazoid. Freakazoid is my thing, favorite when I was a kid for uh, some reason. I would love another one of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, it's going to be curious to see what they do, man. Uh, Tiny Toons coming back and everything. I think, you know, Spielberg, Spielberg really did play a big hand. You know, the guy's... Is, is you say what you will about it. the guy is is amazing and I mean, back in you know his real big you know uh heyday uh he was doing all kind of really cool things man i mean that guy was a maestro he was doing anywhere from like adult dramas to bringing back kids cartoons you know it's it and uh with a lot of success and i got and whether he did it with animaniacs or not uh as far as because he did come back and produce the new animaniacs whether he succeeded with that well we'll see on sunday uh, when we give you our yeah. review for the five five episodes that we saw, but uh, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm very excited to see it. I don't know where it's gonna air in Canada because we don't have Hulu up in here, but I'm very excited to watch this new show. Ah, well, man. I'm sure if you, you know, I don't want to encourage piracy, but if they ain't giving <laughs> it to you, then you do do what you can. We've got Teletoon up in here that airs uh, all the Warner Brothers stuff, so I'm I'm sure it'll be fine. All right. You know what I like about uh, Ryan? Ryan, I, I keep calling him a villain, but do you notice when he talks, he even does the villain hands? He looks yeah, like, no, of course. Yeah, he he, he yeah. needs a cat to keep those hands busy or just some <laughs> kind of weird animal. Everyone has their ticks. Yeah. Well, I just know. I think it's cool because you look like you actually look evil. You're like, bring me my tiny tunes and my freakazoids. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, thank you, Ryan. I, I didn't want to like. What's that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, there was something I wanted to bring up regarding Tiny Toons, but I don't know if you want to, like, make room for other people or not. Well, let's make room like, for it's other not people, like, it's, it's just... All right, there he goes. All right, let's get in the hell out of here. Aww. <laughs> you know? Aww. There we go. I was going to do that sound again for you, but for Ryan being kicked out unceremoniously. <laughs> you know, he's one of those guys that you guys kind of had to put your arm around him, like, hey, that's good, to, that's good, man. It's good seeing you. He's still talking, and you just shove him out the door and lock that shit. Throw him out, lock the door, Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, you, Ryan. We're just yeah, joking. no, You're Ryan. We yeah, we you know you know me, man. I'm an I'm an asshole. I love you, man. Love that guy to death. Yeah, let's see. Uh, <laughs> people talk about that. It's cold. <laughs> yeah, you know what else is cold? Not knowing to get the fuck out. <laughs> no, Ryan is cool. Ryan knows I'm just messing with Ryan. Is that Ryan is actually one of my favorite people, man. I love that guy. Him and his mom are the coolest people. Chantel, man, Chantel. the greatest. All right, we'll do one more, then we'll be on our way. Uh, you know what? Let me talk to Ferran real quick. Ferran, I haven't uh -oh. talked. Uh-oh. Why, why you say uh-oh? Love him. I love him. He's oh, one, yeah. one of my closest Canadian friends. I love him. Yeah, love Ferran too, man. I didn't get a chance to call Ferran the other day. Oh, got that hair, man. Look at him. Ooh. <laughs> God damn, look. Oh, shit. 
a Latin up in here. <laughs> I saw I saw some relatives the other day. They're like, "So, uh, when are you gonna cut your hair?" I'm like, all right. No, don't cut your I hair, can... man. I just I just look at you and I, and I keep wanting to sing. I can show you the world. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say he looks like a Canadian Frank Zappa, and I love oh, it. Man, how are you guys doing? Doing great, man. Doing great. How you doing? Sorry to get to call you back the other day, sure. man. I've been eager to hear about what's the what this other thing you were telling me about was. Oh no, it's all good. Uh, also, I just want to say, Christian, how dare you? Not call me your favorite Canadian. Oh. Well, I love you. I, I do nothing but sing your praises. And the one thing I don't call you, you're mad at me about? Yes. I feel like that's hey, what I'm called for. I'm taking tabs. I'm writing this down. <laughs> <laughs> the calendar and the journal. Uh, you know, fucked up now, Christian. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, I never forgets. That's the problem. So I wanted... To, I can't really hear Chris so, or Christian. So if I, uh, if I had cut him off, totally my bad. But um, I, I just wanted to know uh, if you've been keeping tabs on the indie scene right now with everything going on with Corona, oh, like beyond what you and I have talked about. I have not, man. That's why we're talking about this today, saying that I don't know what's going to happen with it. You know what? Being that you people, I don't know if you know this, but Ferran is an indie filmmaker. He has a movie that's about to, well, I don't want to see all the details, but it looks like it's on his way to some success right now. And I'm technically a producer on that film. I'm just saying because I'm going to accept the Oscar. I just I need that to be perfectly clear <laughs> that I'm going to be on that stage that accepting the Oscar. Continue. Say? My bad, Corey. Yeah. Well, you know, no. I. It'll be good to get your opinion, being that you are an indie filmmaker. What is your opinion on how indie indie movies are going to be moving forward once the vaccine comes up? Well, thankfully for me, uh, like our film, we finished shooting it just as they uh they finished the uh or sorry just as they got into lockdown but uh lots of my friends who are also indie filmmakers got similar grants to me they've been trying to make their movies shoot their films get their funding all that and none of it's moving nothing's moving everything's totally shut down for the smaller production the bigger productions can afford to bring in nurses and like labs and stuff where they'll uh, do your nose swab uh, between one and three times a week. They'll post your results, and then once you get two positive results, you're good to go back on set. Mm -hmm. But with indie films, you can't really do that, and with all the labs being overwhelmed, you can't exactly go into a public lab and being like, hey, I need a COVID swab so I can go film an indie film. They're not going to let you. Yeah, okay. So... Uh... You know, let me ask you this then, even with the, some of the higher movies that you have out there, like, mm -hmm. you know, you have this independent movie with Kevin Costner and Diane Lane that just comes out. Uh, big stars, big names. Uh, but, you know, it's a movie with no big special effects. It's, mere, it's a mid-tier <laughs> film. It's an adult drama thriller. Uh, do you think more movies like that are going to start going to streaming or do they have a chance oh, to still be in the theater? absolutely. Absolutely. Those are like... 100% because they're sitting on these backlogs now, right? Yeah. And they can't afford to, to be holding on to these movies for multiple years. I mean, there's there's a level of prestige that comes with making a film, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're not releasing your film within like two years, it doesn't matter if there's a pandemic or not. The talk in, in, the, in the industry is going to be, oh, those guys messed up. Like they couldn't release their film within two years or whatever it is. Um, and I just, I, I find it funny that that you're calling a movie with Kevin Costner and Diane Lane an indie film. Because for me, an indie film is like, you don't know anybody in it. You might know like one person who's also attached as an executive yeah. producer, but it's like, 
budget of zero dollars up to five million. Because and I think that all these blockbusters and the sheer amount of blockbusters that we have have made regular movies feel like indie films. But in the yeah. past, it was like no, no, ninety percent of movies were these like Kevin Costner, Diane Lane films, and like four times a year you had blockbusters. Now it's totally shifting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's interesting, man. Interesting. How does that make you feel as a filmmaker moving forward? <laughs> well, um, I want to try to. This is going to be really bold, <laughs> but I want to try to hopscotch that like middle tier as quickly as I can. I, I think I want to do one more bigger budget short film, or sorry, mm -hmm. um, indie feature film, and then after that, try to get something massive. Uh, okay. And in the meantime, I'm I'm trying to do more and more TV shows. So. Something similar to like the Russo brothers, they did tons of, they did a, a couple indie features, then mm -hmm. they did a bunch of TV shows, and they got bigger as they did TV shows. Then they went for, I think it was um, Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> nah, man, that's interesting. Jeez, you know what? Uh, I hate to end the party, y'all. My wife is telling me, like, we got to get on the road soon. She's all good, man. Up. Wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah she's, she's looking at me. You know, she's giving me a little thing. Huh? You know, like, what are you doing? What are you still sitting there for doing your little show? So, yeah, it looks like I might have to get the hell on out of here. But you know what? Uh, I'm in the middle of a, of a commercial block right now. So we're going to wait for that to finish before we completely live. I mean, live before we completely leave. So uh, we'll wrap this conversation up. I don't want to just rush you out for Ron. What, what was on your mind when we brought you in here? I literally just want to talk to you about the, the indie market because I know that you've been talking about obviously all these big movies getting backlogged and stuff. Yeah. I wanted to talk to you about how these like small indie films can't even shoot right now. And then you have those like mid tier stuff, like what you were talking about, the, the mm -hmm. Costner film. Those are the ones that are absolutely going to streaming. You're going to get in the next year, there's going to be tons and tons of these mid tier films on like yeah. Netflix and prime and all these things. Well, well, I'm looking forward to seeing how that's going to be, man. I wish, uh, you know, I want these movies to be seen in the best possible condition, but I do hope some of these movies go to streaming because I've been having so much fun and having a good time watching movies on streaming. And I know that's not ideal and that's not a thing you say to a filmmaker like yourself, Ron. but man, I'm getting just watching these movies in uh, these more intimate settings and especially not having to rush out to the theater to see everything. It's been nice. It's been a nice break. It's been a nice vacation. I'm kind of dreading going back to watching the bigger movies at theaters right now because there's going to be so yeah. many of them. But, uh, but yeah, I do feel the plight of the smaller filmmaker out there, man. It's, it's a tough time, I, you, but things should, I mean, you're confident things should get back to somewhat normalcy, right? Yeah. 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 Probably. Yeah. I, I'm going to guess by like mid next year, indie films will probably be able to start shooting. Yeah. In full force, at least. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Well, people, we got to get out. I got, I got my own movie to go to. Now I got to go out to the cabin in the woods, man. <laughs> so, hopefully, it's a progressive killer out there. He won't kill the black man first, or at all. So, I want to thank all you guys for Ron. Always good seeing you, bro. Likewise, likewise. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and I want to thank everybody in the chat, the mod squad, and everybody in there. I'm gonna go ahead and quit that so we can get on our way. And Christian, thank you, man. Thank you. And Toasties, you're all great. And Monday, are we good? Or are you going to be out in the, the, the woods still? Nah, man, I'm coming back on Sunday. I got to be back Sunday in time for the show. I'll be back by Sunday, uh, like or hopefully around four or something, so that uh, I can come in and talk about uh, 
Animaniacs, and a few other things. Awesome. Uh, well, then I'll see you, and I'll see the Toasties then. Yeah, and listen, uh, I kind of like doing early shows like this. I don't know if that's ideal for you, but it does give me the rest of the day to take if, care if of If the things. stories are there the night before, I prefer doing early shows. Okay. Uh, the, prob- the problem is, like, yeah, like most of the time, like, it's 1130 and then a story broke, and I'm rushing to get that story to you. So we'll, 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 we'll see what's up, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's better to do it. You know, get the stuff together on the day. But we'll see. We'll see. Monday, I hate to say this because I don't want to skip Mondays, but Monday might be the only day that I have to go and do uh, this whole thing of getting my PS5. So I might have to drive to Fort Worth on Monday. What I might do is I might take my stuff with me to Waco, and I just might do a show from Waco, <laughs> and then I'll go get the PS5. Show me those beautiful desert views of Waco that exactly. I positive there. <laughs> I'll take you to the Magnolia Ranch where you can buy a $10 scone and a fake antique. So, <laughs> folks, I got to get out of here. I wasn't joking. I am going out to a cabin in the woods, uh, hang out with some friends out there, uh, COVID-free, hopefully. Everybody's been truthful, hopefully, about going out there. And uh, so, hey, if the killer doesn't get me, then maybe the epidemic will. I don't know. Uh, We'll see. Uh, But everybody, we got to go. We'll talk to you later. And uh, Christian, thank you for getting everything early today. No problem. Thanks, Corey. That's an epidemic. I'm in pandemic. Shit, stupid ass. All right. Let me see what we got here. Where's my... uh, where is my bumper? There we go. Kcoolmans at gmail.com. That's K-C-O-O-L-M-A-N-Z at gmail.com. You email us with any kind of questions, comments, compliments, insults, input, and our advice. Hit us up on the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if I'm too busy out there taking all of your wonderful emails, Christian Torres. Find me on Instagram, Christian.monster, Facebook, Christian Leon Torres. I know some of you, but I want to know every single one of you, so please come find me. Mm. And I want to know all of you, too, when it's safe. So keep your ass away from me until we get that vaccine coming through. And that's going to be hopefully soon, which means we can hang out with you then. But until that time, just let us know your plans for Austin. Okay, cool, man. at gmail.com. Let us know if you're moving here. Just passing through all right everybody that is it we'll see you on the next one if i survive the cabin in the woods on friday the 13th we will talk to you later good night good morning good afternoon good evening whenever you are listening to or watching this goodbye and stay toasty